Good afternoon, family. How you guys doing? This is Paul, your host, and this is Culture vs. Church, a podcast where we talk about culture in the church, culture uh, around the church, um, out of the church, from the church, and how we can not only be aware and learn of the culture uh, of the church, but also, you know, if there's things that needs to be changed in our life, if there's things that needs to be changed in our church. Um, just giving some few of my thoughts on on what that means and, and how we can uh, live as Christ-like as we can in the generation or in the culture that we live in. So this is Culture versus Church with your boy Paul. Good afternoon. Um, it's getting a little warmer, my family. It's getting a little warmer. Um, it's been real busy for me uh, once again. It's, it's crazy. Um, doing podcasts, having a family. I, I know I'm making excuses. I'm I'm not saying like my podcast is like booming off, but just the consistency part of it. I'm not lying, man. It's hard. But at the same time, um, I love doing this. This is from my heart. And I've been getting some good reviews. I've been getting some good questions. And so, yeah, you know, uh, the past weekend, um, I don't think I've told you, family, but the church I attend is uh, Santa Ana United Methodist Church, um, and we had a culture fest last week representing five different cultures, and it was a good time, just a good time of unity in diversity. Uh, at the same time, that afternoon, shout out to my boy Michael Johnson Jr. Uh, he had an event called Strength to Strength, where it was just a bunch of good, solid, um, Jesus-speaking, God-fearing men and women of Christ coming together, you know, in fellowship and unity and talking about what it means uh, to have strength in God. Uh, I was built, I was able to be, I was able to participate in that speaking as well. So it's always a good time to, to speak and to share my heart, not just within my own denomination, but also cross-culturally in a multicultural setting, because that's what I'm about. I'm all about that um, and trying to further the kingdom of God. So today I was going to talk about something else. I was going to talk about um, emotions and how culture affects that and how your culture affects that in the church. But um, this has been pressing on my heart. So I'm going to talk about this. I want to find out, family, is there a thing called cultural theology? Is there a thing called cultural theology? And I'm going to try to break this down to you the best the best I can because I'm trying to still struggle with this. I think cultural theology is theology based upon um, our cultural experiences, our cultural knowledge, our cultural traditions, and how that affects theology, how that affects our um, the way we interpret the Bible, the way we look at the Bible, and how we preach the Bible in that setting. This is a crazy topic because I was talking to my friends, I was talking to my family, and, you know, as Christians... Um, I thought, or my tradition thought, or my Christian knowledge thought, or or my Christian experience thought, that we were supposed to be a, a lot alike with one another, like like-minded people, right? Um, and for those of you that uh, haven't studied theology or something like that, theology, study of God, when it comes to Christianity, we're studying the God of the Bible, right? The Christian Bible, um, Jesus Christ. Uh, we're, we're believing in Jesus Christ as the son of God and also, uh, uh, God himself, um, you know, part of the Trinity saved us through, uh, death and resurrection and the cross. So when we're talking about the gospel, as we read the Bible, as we read the text, 
ultimately and obviously and inevitably our culture or our traditions or our background or our race comes into it and affects that a little bit, right? Um, we can see that in culture today as we talk about race and politics and how the Eurocentric Christology or the Eurocentric way of talking about Jesus has infiltrated um, missions or, or the way we do that. And if it's not that way, right, if it's not the westernized Eurocentric way of looking at the gospel, we're not doing it right. But at the same time, um, as we grow further or as we progress as a culture um obviously some of those things that are leading to sin they get i think led by the holy spirit to be washed away or or canceled out because of um it's not glorifying god you know what i mean so this this podcast today is going to be a little bit hard for me too to explain, but just bear with me. Come with me, okay? So cultural theology, um, what I'm thinking about is, what, and what I'm talking to my friends about is the way I the way I interpret the Bible, the way I look at church, the way I engage with uh, other Christians, the way I talk about Jesus to non Christians is affected by my culture, or is it, or it can be affected by. Uh, my cultural t- tradition. So in my case, I'm Korean American. Uh, my parents are first generation Koreans. So there are some things in the Korean traditions that have rubbed off on the gospel or vice versa, gospel that rubbed off on the Korean culture that yes, there can be some things that have been um, deleted or or canceled out because of the gospel and we've changed and we've become a new life in the Christian world. But there's also things that we've implemented from our culture in the theology that we believe in. And why is this important? Because it affects the way it affects the way we do life with one another. Right. Um, I was just talking to my brother and my friend, the other same conversation of text How do we read the text and how do we interpret the text? For me, and this is for me, my friends, I believe in that the Holy Spirit will lead us into having a common foundation or common knowledge of the word. Now, there are some things called essentials and non-essentials, and I don't want to get deep into it, but at the same time, I do have to explain these things. So in order for us to break down of what it, how culture fills in, so essentials are like the doctrine of Christianity, like, like, like Jesus Christ, right? Son of God, um, God himself incarnate in a human, right? Um, uh, came to earth to save the sins through sacrifice, through his own body. Um, and he showed that through the death, uh, his ministry, the death and resurrection, winning over death through the cross and rising again. And then, you know, telling us and um, teaching his disciples, teaching the world, be my witness, teach what I teach uh, and be images of Christ. And the helper, Holy Spirit, will lead us into do that. Very broad, um, and you can get way deeper into it, but I think you know that's a very broad explanation of the essential doctrine that, that all Christians were supposed to believe in. And then there's some like non-essentials, right? Non-essentials is like anything that doesn't, anything that has to do with, uh, or anything that doesn't have to do with salvation, right? If I'm saying this correctly. Um, so is like baby baptisms or even baptisms, is that going to get you saved, right? Those are the questions. Um, drinking, smoking. Um, and like, what is a sin? And especially right now, sexual identity is huge. 
So these things that we talked about, I was thinking about it for the past few days, talking to my friends and talking and, and watching some things. And the conclusion that I came up with, um, sometimes our cultural background or a cultural tradition can be the driving force of these thoughts. It could be, right? But at the same time, I wonder, at the same time, I wonder, even though it can drive it, there are, st- there are some topics that it affirms it, and there are some topics that don't affirm it, and the Holy Spirit will correct us into being the right, as I call it, as I like to call it, kingdom culture, right? So I believe the kingdom culture is everyone um, loving Jesus, loving Christ, doing the work of God, and having some type of commonality when it comes to the foundation of the Bible, of the scriptures, now, I know people that disagree with me on this, uh, they'd rather, um, not they'd rather, but the way they explain it is, is we're all just trying to do our best to interpret the Bible. We're all just trying to do our best to, to see what the scripture is talking about. But who are we to actually know the mind of God? For me, even though we might not be 100%, I would like to believe and I would like to have faith in that the Holy Spirit is leading us and we can see fruit of that and that's where our faith lies and that's how we can be confident and that's how we can be firm on our foundation. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're only basing, it sounds to me, if we're doing it that way, it, 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 we're, we're basing it on how we feel sometimes what we don't want to give up in order to follow this road called Christianity, right? Um, and just just plain, I don't know, you know, I don't know. So, so I just wanted to talk about that and for you guys to think about that and be aware of, is this sometimes the way you think as well, right? Does, look at yourself, you know what I'm saying? Think about it. Uh, think about your past. Think about where you grew up. If you if you grew up in Amy or Kojic or Presbyterian or or Lutheran Baptist Church, and not just the denomination, but also the race and the and the socioeconomic places that you come from, does your cultural identity or does your cultural environment sometimes shape the way you do theology? And if it does, how much can we go? How much can we go on that? How much can we live on that? Because if we keep on doing it that way, sometimes we can't be segregated, right? That leads to division because we're only thinking one way. We're thinking the black way or the Asian way or the Hispanic way. You know, we're only thinking that way theology, and we don't have room to um, we don't have room to to think further outside of of our culture, and that's stopping us from um, advancing in theology, advancing in getting to know and. Um, you know, gaining wisdom in the mind of God. And I think that's why if we see an Acts, you know, the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost Day and, and sent fire to them and, and, you know, allowed them to speak in different tongues so that these things don't happen, right? So that we can engage with one another. Man, it's crazy. Last week at Strength to Strength, again, shout out to Michael Johnson Jr. I think it was a Pastor Elohim. Um, that guy is probably the most powerful speaker I've ever heard in my life. Powerful. I can hear and smell and taste the pa- passion that he's speaking in. You know what I mean? But check this out. He spoke in Spanish. You know what I'm saying? He spoke in Spanish. And I'm not going to lie. There are some pastors, too, that I 
listen to like when you know i lived in korea for like six months at one time in my life and i used to go to this church this presbyterian church you know what i'm saying and and first they gave me um and this is a big church this is a mega church too so they gave me uh what do you call it uh translation device right a translator and and the preacher was up there speaking so i wore it because i don't really understand um korean sermons i can understand conversation but sermons they use a whole different language so sermons they're using that but then after a while i was kind of uh, the translation was bad though you know <laughs> the translation is really really horrible um but so I was trying to go back and forth. Like it's reading subtitles when you watch like drama uh, or a TV show that's not that's not your language. So you go back and forth, back and forth, back. But after a while, you you pick up on some words, and then like maybe two, three weeks later, because I am Korean, I do understand still. I took the the translator off my ears and I just listened to him. And this guy was powerful, right? It wasn't the language that I got used to. No, it was a spirit. I believe that it was a spirit that led me to him. We're different cultures. We're different, we're different uh, languages, but I was drawn to his sermon because of the passion and because of what he was saying. And I, I swear it is. I think it's because of the Holy Spirit was leading me there. Same thing happened to me this time too, right? Uh, this Hispanic pastor was preaching. I think he had a helper. I don't know if it was son. They, they look alike, but I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. He was kind of too young to have, I mean, the son wasn't that old, but anyways, th- that don't matter. But, but. When he was preaching, I swear, I thought he was preaching to me. And half the times, I didn't even know what he was saying. All I just heard was, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I was like, oh, that's Jesus. That's that's who I love. That's who I'm going after. Keep on preaching, my friend. And then some of the translations, it was crazy because the translator wasn't speaking or didn't speak in that passionate way as the Hispanic past, as pastor uh, Elohim was. Uh, but... He was just saying the words and not not doing it his way. But when he was speaking, uh, when Pastor was speaking, it hit me. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of that stuff can just be trained. Uh, uh, I don't want to say this, but performance. But I think it's very clear when it's actually a performance and actually the Spirit leading you. Very clear. Because the Holy Spirit is a tangible being. And it will lead us. What I'm trying to say is, my friends, is that even though we could be culturally different, the Holy Spirit is powerful enough to bring us together. It don't matter what language. It don't matter what place you're from. It could just bring us together. Right? And it's not just based on our experiences. There was a common experience a commonality of thoughts, a commonality of kingdom-minded people that can work together. And there is fruit in that, right? And this is just what I'm saying. I'm not trying to advocate for every Christian people out there. But as a Christian, as a believer that grew up in the church, that grew up in a conservative church, went to the world looking for my own God, came back, found the true God, and now, and now benefiting, dis- being disciplined by the fruit of the fruit, I'm telling you, I can, I can taste it. I can see it. But there's some of us that, that, that we're not confident. I think that's what I'm trying to say at the end. We're not confident of the word of God that it is the word of God. And, we're, and I think sometimes we're getting too skeptical on the sin of man writing it. Is it literature? Is it, is it? Man, if we have time to think about that stuff, we also have time to think about what if it's not? What if it is all truth? 
What if we just believe in it and continue to grow in Christ? And whatever it said, whatever the scripture says, we'll try to believe it. We'll try to, you know, uh, interpret it the best as we can. But at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit is going to lead us into that interpretation. That's what I believe in, you know. But I understand culture has a big part of it. And I just wanted to throw that out there. Us being aware of, do you think the way you think about theology, do you think the way you think about God can be a lot derived from your cultural experiences, the way you're, the way you were brought up, the way you went to church, and sometimes we're stuck in that way, or sometimes your cultural theology might not be correct. You know what I mean? Your theology might not be right, um, and I, I do believe there is right theology, there is correct theology. Um, I don't know what that is. I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm studying it. And there's some things that I think the community of Christ all believes in. So I'm going to go on that. But there's also things like sexual identity, like drugs, like, you know, um, relationships that we're confused in. So in those confused topics, what do we do as a, as a community? Um, one answer could be we just do the best we can and then we still love on one another. Another community can say, we just keep on being firm on the gospel and, you know, it's up to the people to decide if they want to get on it or not. Or, you know, I don't know, you know, um, I would love to hear your thoughts. Remember, I am on Instagram. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't really post much anything on there except this podcast. I suck at this stuff, guys. Um, I just want I just want to I just want to speak from the heart. I just want to speak truth. And as we continue to grow together as a community of believers, it's important for us to sometimes um, know these things because in order for us to 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 be a church we have to realize that our culture at the end don't mean a dang thing it don't mean a thing it's all just gifts that can benefit the kingdom but if it doesn't throw that out take that out throw that in the trash straight up because then you're going to hurt it, you're going to kill the kingdom, you're going to paralyze the kingdom of God from advancing because you want to be stuck to your own, I like this, or we did this, or this is who I am, or or why can't we just do it this way? I mean, even in my church right now, man, there's like people and groups and, and, and they just don't want to move. They just don't want to uh, be uncomfortable. It's all about being uncomfortable. Because you know why? Because in our uncomfortableness, Jesus makes us comfortable. And that's all you need anyway. But it's that fear of the unknown, I think. I think we're so fearful because we, especially we live in a generation. And this is why sometimes like technology and all that stuff, it, it, it's not that great because we have information in the tip of our fingers. If we don't get it right away, we get all, we get all like anxiety attacks so we can able to get it. People back in the days, they didn't have all that. They didn't know what you know. Hey, today they can be alive. Tomorrow they can be eaten by a bear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so they don't know. That's why I think they have more faith. Right, I think because they just don't know, and they're dealing with real situations like, like rain, <laughs> like floods, and like snow, and natural disasters. Not who's trolling who on the internet, or or who, who's not getting likes. That's all. That, that that that's nothing. You know what I mean? But am I gonna eat tomorrow? Right. So I think that's why. Like, I think they have more faith, and and we see like our, our parents and our grandparents. They don't deal with the other stuff because they just know like this is my faith and this is what I am. Sometimes some of those things are good. Right, I'm um, being firm in your faith, 
But some of the things I think we can get break out of because it's not really advancing the kingdom. It's just our stubbornness to do what we want to do. Um, and that's what our culture taught us. So I think continuing on, uh, we have to realize that if culture can help us advance the kingdom, let's use it. But if culture hinders us from advancing the kingdom and loving all people, let's just throw it in the trash because we don't need it. And that's going to consume us and allow and, and consume us and lead us into sinful ways. You know, so um, that's where I'm going to stop today. I don't know what I said for the past 20 minutes, but hopefully you got something out of it. I think the main point that I'm trying to say is, is our culture driving our theology or is God uh, creator of the earth? Through his son Jesus dying on the cross. And what that says in the Bible. Driving our theology. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, you know, put, um, Ask me some questions on Instagram. Um, you can always leave a comment on my SoundCloud. And um, if, I, if we play our cards right, my family. I might be able to interview somebody next week. Uh, that's going to be talking about his church. And who he is. And, and let me tell you. This brother is awesome. He's like. Man, like, I'll I'll just explain it later. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little thing, a little promo where next week if I if I do it, then I'll introduce you to the speaker. But if we play our cards right, there might be an interview next week. All right. So again, God bless. Keep it cool, and uh, I'm out. Peace.